Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So unlike other podcasters, I do my podcast from different places. Sometimes I do them in my garage studio. Sometimes I do them um, in a car. Sometimes I'll do it waiting for tacos on a Friday night. And the reason I do this or the reason I can do this is because I don't usually have guests. So it's just myself and my thoughts. It's like the... uh, the 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 captain's log uh, in Star Trek as he talks into his little tape recorder and um, documents his story, records his life. Anyway, okay, I'm losing my voice. I don't know why. <clears throat> anyway, um, it's also unedited, as I'm sure uh, you're very aware of. Anyway. Uh, one of the um, one of my favorite ways to do this podcast is actually how I'm doing it right now in my car um, or in some kind of quiet space where I don't have uh, other recording devices uh, on me. So like when I'm in my garage studio, I'm recording via microphone, then I have uh, a camera on me so I could, you know, take uh this episode and and then um, do the video version of it and i may also i don't know run run my phone so it's like a, a facebook live but you know having multiple cameras on you and um yes it's very productive and i know um, many content creators work that way of course it's kind of a smart way to work but it's also less intimate you you lose something i think and so um whenever i can i try to I try to do this. I just try to um, record on my phone in a quiet space uh, when I have something to say and um, unscripted, always, of course. Okay, today I wanted to talk to you about anchors. And this concept is uh, really important if you're going through an expired relationship, but also if you're not, it's just, you know, in life, because life is difficult and we can fall into our trenches our mental and emotional quicksand we need things in our life that that uh that are anchors you know we need things that uh, keep us grounded we need things to hold on to and without anchors i feel like life can be a giant slippery well that we fall into so first what are anchors and second what qualifies as an anchor and this is on my mind this morning because I'm um, writing a book called You Dodged a Bullet. It's my sixth book and it's um, it's a breakup survival guide. If you cross off the word survival and insert um, kick in the ass maybe. <laughs> it's a breakup kick in the ass guide. Uh, but the book's uh, meant to help you uh, go through... Uh, a, a breakup but but also you know many people they go through expired relationships and uh, it's been years and they still don't have closure they're still struggling with it uh, it is still something that impacts their life so it's for um, those people as well so uh, if you're going through any kind of breakup or expired relationship I call them expired relationships and I explain why in the book um, this book will help you 
anchors uh when i was going through my big one which was my divorce um the anchor in my life there there were a few things because we don't just have one uh and they could all be different right so for me one of the anchors was um community fitness so at that time i mean this was oh 2010 12 years ago ish um uh crossfit was brand new and um, if you follow me, you know, uh, CrossFit played a huge role in my life at that time. And it wasn't because I like found some kind of, um, um, you know, cool workout that, that I enjoyed. Um, th- there were a few elements at that time that made that really pop. And, and today I don't CrossFit as much. Uh, but, f- but at that time, God, it was so important. So one thing it gave me was um, a new way to... Um, move my body so before that um i was the guy that would just go into the gym and you know do do a a chest and back um tries and buys and you know i never i don't think i've ever even done a squat i look like a pigeon the um you know i just just worked on my arms and chest and my, my i had these skinny legs and um never did any like cardio right so crossfit introduced me to um, full um, body movements, functional fitness, something new and different that I've never experienced, and also something really challenging. So, uh, f- yeah, functional movements, right? Um, burpees and push-ups and pull-ups, and um, then of course gymnastic movements like uh, muscle-ups and, and and all of that stuff. And it uh, it was challenging, but it was also there was a, a reunion in this, and that although I've never done it before, the um, gymnastic movements especially connected me to that uh that 12 year old in the 80s um fat laces windbreaker spinning on his head and i remember i used to lose myself um in flow states you know i i would lose track of time um i would get so excited to come home and uh either alone practice breakdancing for hours or with my um with my crew Yes, I was part of a crew. I was the the smallest kid of the crew. They were all like sixteen year old dudes and smoking weed and having sex. And I was like this little twelve um, year old um, rocking a strawberry shortcake t shirt and uh, with a, clutching a GI Joe action figure. <laughs> anyway, um, it was some of the you know the eighties were my wonder wonder years. You know, some of the um, happiest um, moments of my life I've spent upside down um, spinning on my head and. The movements in CrossFit, uh, CrossFit connected me to that part of me that I locked away years ago. So that was one element of it. You know, uh, simply put, it made me feel alive, right? So that was one element of it, and that's also um, one element that has to be in an anchor, I believe, and it's that uh, it has to make you feel alive. So that was uh, a huge part. The other, the other part of. Um, discovering CrossFit was community. It was, uh, it came with friends, you know, it came with, um, other people from all different, you know, walks of life, um, that met you at that time to take that class. And because we're all going through a a mini journey in that hour, um, pushing ourselves and leaning into discomfort and sweating and all that, there's this uh there's this glue that's produced right uh you do anything together 
whether it's a, an hour fitness class or semester at sea in college or summer camp, right? There's this bond that happens. And so I didn't have many friends at the time. And so that was huge for me. It became kind of like my my treehouse. Um, and that got me through. And then um, I think the last thing was just uh, structure. You know, you sign up for a class and you just have smart feet. You get to that class and and then you just trust the structure of the class. And there's a, you know, there's a, an hour of your day that you're doing something good and productive and healthy and you're not in your head spinning. So because of those things, those three things, um, it was a huge anchor for me. So things that make you feel alive. Um Anything that pulls you out of um, your cognitive distortions. So um, anything that, that makes you present, right? And, and usually they go hand in hand. Things that make you feel alive also make you feel very present. And then I would say uh, the third thing is um, not community because you could have an anchor that, that you do alone, right? That That's not... Um, the third thing is... Um, that it's a lifestyle thing. It's threaded into your life. It's not something that you just do once in a while. A life anchor can't be something you do once a year. I mean, I guess it can, but it's uh, to me, it's not that effective. When I think of a life anchor, I think of things that um, you do pretty much daily. I know for uh, The Rock, his whole um, his whole anchor is his uh, iron paradise and him working out. And he does it by himself. Um save the 20 people who i'm sure follow him around with cameras but he's in the gym by himself um and that's his anchor uh but for me i don't like working out by myself so that was a huge huge anchor but also there's a different um there's different types of anchors so after my divorce um i promised myself i would either buy a motorcycle or go on a uh, a trip like a like a fancy trip right and um italy that that kind of uh was presented to me so i had a friend who lived there and um she was going to show us around and i've never been anywhere it's kind of sad i grew up um always trying to be productive and and um you know quote unquote successful so i thought uh going anywhere traveling was is a waste right it's what you do when you're successful and so um i was 35 at the time i've never been really anywhere except um tijuana Orange County, <clears throat> right? And so uh, I was like, which one should I do? Because I've also always wanted a motorcycle. And, and when I was married, I uh, promised her I wouldn't get one. My parents didn't want me to get one. Um, in the 80s, I wanted a dirt bike. They bought me this little 50cc Honda Spree scooter, which is 10 times more dangerous. Uh, but I remember also flying up and down the street with my little flip-flops and uh, no helmet and uh just feeling like i could fly the closest feeling to flying so what i decided to do is i got both i got this little 620 uh black uh dark ducati and then i got um, uh, a plane ticket to italy and the italy thing was awesome it was life-changing went to florence um stood in front of the david i saw art that made me cry um it, uh, Florence is one of the most romantic, um, beautiful places. Got to uh, swim in the Mediterranean Ocean. And it, it was it was it was lovely. Um, but that wasn't my anchor. My anchor 
Now, travel can be your anchor if you if you do it often. But my anchor was um, a motorcycle because what happened was I bought that and then I started riding it uh, all over L.A. to coffee shops and um, up to Angeles Crest, PCH. And I just spent a lot of time on that motorcycle. It kind of became my my little horse. And um, every time I was on it, you know, because you could die on it, um, it forced me to be present. So it ended up being a meditation machine. And any chance I got, I would ride. So to work, uh, to do sessions, you know, to go work out, whatever. Um, and it gave me so much joy. And it was that, um, you know, 20, 30 minutes on that thing where um, it made me very present. And um, you're not supposed to do this, but I would listen to music with headphones on the bike. Um, and it just, uh, yeah, it, it made me very present and it, it produced joy. It connected me again to that part of me um, when I was a kid, um, you know, on the the scooter with the flip-flops, uh, all of that. And so, again, it uh, made me feel alive. It uh, was something I threaded into my life. Um, and it took me out of uh, my cognitive distortions, made me very present. So that was an anchor. So I guess my question to you is, it doesn't matter if you're going through uh, an expired relationship or not. I think these life anchors that we have are, are super important. Um, what anchors do you have in your life? If you don't have any, um, what would some anchors look like, right? What, uh, what would it look like for you to create some anchors for yourself? And I'm not saying you have to go um, join fitness communities or uh, buy a motorcycle, but um, maybe it's taking an art class. Maybe it's uh, dancing again. Maybe it's uh, um, starting a podcast. Maybe it's, you know, um, something that you haven't done in a while or that you've never done that you've wanted to but maybe been scared to. But if it makes you feel alive, if it's something you could thread into your daily life and it pulls you out of your cognitive distortions and puts you in the here and now, those are all great, amazing things. We need more of that in our lives. So get some anchors in your life. And if you're going through an expired relationship, especially if you're going through an expired relationship, it is, um, it's imperative. It's what's going to keep you going and, um, it's the floaties. <laughs> it's the floaties that you have on your arms um, as you swim toward your island. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.